Amen. Greetings in the name of Jesus on tonight. We thank everybody for tuning in to ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast Network on tonight. Amen. Where we are spreading the gospel throughout the nation. We'd like to welcome everybody. Come on to tune in on tonight to Apostolic Alignment. Amen. I am your Lord and host on tonight. Amen. Apostle Dr. E.L. Robinson. Amen. On tonight. So we just thank God for everybody tuning in. For those who want to call in live on tonight, please feel free to call us in on tonight at 516-387-1425. So those I have that nine, that number below. So for those who want to, or you choose to choose to click on the link, amen. Click on the link for those who want to listen live on tonight, amen. I'm going to go ahead and go into the word of prayer on tonight. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for allowing us to be in your presence. And we thank you for your, amen, for allowing you to to spend the time in your word. We thank you, oh God, for releasing your power. We thank you for releasing your anointing. We thank you, oh God, for allowing us, amen, to be walking in your presence on tonight. Father, as you begin to strengthen us, amen, on tonight. Father, oh God, Father, you said in your word that you did not give us a spirit of fear, that you gave us power, love, and sound mind. And we thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you for your presence on tonight. We thank you. Amen. We thank you. Amen. For allowing us. Amen. The time. Amen. That we spend with you. We thank you. Amen. We will not be distracted. We bind up every form of distraction. We bind up every form of anything that will hinder. Amen. The message on tonight. Hallelujah. We thank you, oh God. We lose every stronghold. Amen. And everything that we lose on earth shall be loose on earth. And everything we should bound from and, and uh, loose on earth. It will be bind in earth. And anything that's bind on earth, amen, will be bind up in heaven in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your presence on tonight. We thank you, oh God. Father, we thank you for your presence, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God, for allowing us, amen, for your presence. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for the opportunity, oh God, just to worship you. We thank you, oh God, mind you so cold about the setting up the atmosphere. We thank you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, mind you so cold. Da 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 na seke rabashi cold da ba usanda brebebebe shiken de 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 usandia se rada da ba so cold de 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 she rada so cold de de she. Father, we thank you, oh God. We thank you for your presence on tonight. Mind you so cold de 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 she de de da ba usanda da ba. Father, we thank you on tonight. 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 Robo so conde de 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 bashe yada bashe. Robo ba 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 bashe kendi ya se yada ba. Robo ba 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 so conde de 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 bashe. Niya na 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 ma 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 so kora ba. De 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 bashe kende de bo sandia. Raba ba 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 bo so kora na na bo sha. Raba de 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 bashe yada na mandia se. 
Rabashi kende de 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 shaya. Rama mama maso kome de de she. Raposo kome de 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 she. Raposi kende de de she. Mandia so kondi a da 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 bashiya de 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 basa. Rada da 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 bashiya de 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 bashiya de 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 basa. Rama mama mama maso kome de 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 shaya. Thank you, oh God. Handa bashi ke. Nandia so kome de 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 she. Rama so kome. Father, we thank you. We thank you on tonight. We thank you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, Mama Say. We thank you, Oprah, for moving. We thank you for shifting the atmosphere. We thank you for holding us up. We thank you for wrapping your loving arms around us. Father, you send forth as we apply the apostolic pressure on tonight. We send forth your prophetic shift on tonight. We send forth your evangelistic fire on tonight. We thank you, O God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, God, on tonight. We thank you, God, on tonight. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We thank you, God, on tonight. We thank you, oh God. Father, we thank you for your presence on tonight. Father, we thank you for the opportunity on tonight. Father, oh God, strengthen us, oh God. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you. We got through two more minutes, two more minutes. Amen. We're going to release this one of God on tonight. Father, we thank you on tonight. We thank you. Father, we thank you for your presence on tonight. We thank you, my God. Thank you, God. We thank you. We thank you, oh God. Mantia so called the Thank you, God, for your presence. Thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you, God, for your presence. We thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Thank you for your presence. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you. We thank you, God. Mama, shake it. Shake it. Mama, so cold. Robo shaken dedicable, Robo Shendanaba, Dedicable, Sikhem Dedable Shah, Robo Sokom Dedable Shay. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, on tonight. We thank you, God, on tonight. We thank you, God, on tonight. We're going to release this woman of God on tonight. We're going to release the God, the woman of God on tonight. Introduce the summon others. Amen on tonight. Amen. The speaker for tonight. Amen. Doctor. Prophet Glenda Lane, Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm going to turn it over, Amen, to the woman of God on tonight. God bless you. God bless you, Tate. God bless you. I'm sitting in for the Apostle Tate tonight, Amen. So we're going to go to the Word of God, Hallelujah, Amen. I want you to turn your Bibles to the Book of Corinthians, um, Corinthians, the first chapter. Give you for a moment to get that. Corinthians, first chapter. Amen. Hallelujah. First Corinthians. Amen. First chapter. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, you know the way that I take tonight. God, you know that you can do all things to Christ. For you are the Christ. I thank you for your tender mercy towards me. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for dealing with me all day long, all evening long. God, I thank you for the mercies of God that you put in me. I thank you. Hallelujah. God, I bind the adversary. I bind the adversary, every devil at every level. I tell you, and I not tell you, I command you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, go back to the pits of hell and take your granddaddy demons with you in the name of Jesus. Father, hide me behind the cross. Hide me that I cannot be seen or found or detected by the enemy. Hide me in a place, God, that it's just me and you and you and me. God, we thank you. I beseech you, brother, by the mercies of God. I beseech you, God, that you lay your spiritual hands on me tonight like never before. I thank you for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank God. I thank God I was always planning a message, so I might as well work it out, and maybe we end up doing part two tomorrow night. Amen. So we're we're working tonight with the book of Corinthians. Amen. The book of Corinthians. Amen. Hallelujah. I was doing some study this morning or this afternoon about the book of Corinthians. Corinth was the city name. 
And this this city named Corinth is now modern day Greece. Amen. Greece. Amen. And here Paul is now writing um, to um, the church. He had already been to the Corinthian church and city and established the church. But um, the people decided they wanted to do what they wanted to do. Um, and this Bible is right now, this is the Life Application Bible, and it gives me a little history behind it. Um, and it says, now, like a chameleon. Have you ever seen a little chameleon? He looks almost like an, a grasshopper. That a chameleon does what it, do, what it actually does. It, it changes wherever it is. So if it was somewhere in, a, in an atmosphere where everything's green, it turns itself to green to blend in. If it goes into a, another bed that's a purple, it'll go into the same place and it to bend, blend in with the scenery. Well, this is what happened with the Corinthian church, even though Paul had established the church. And the church... Uh, was sprouted out of a big city. This was considered a big city. And this big city, usually in a big city, you have a multitude of different types of people, whether they're, uh, whether they're African-Americans or whether they're Haitians or are they're uh, from England, uh, whether they are from Bahamas, different multitudes of different kinds of people. And when you have a place where there's lots of kinds of peoples, there are different kinds of um, um, of gods or things that they worship in or they believe in. Amen. And this Bible says that the Christians in the city of Corinth were struggling in their environment, surrounded by corruption and every conceivable sin, kind of like today. We are, we are, we are working with different kinds of sins, whether it's sin by omission or sin by submission or sin by, I just don't want nobody to know what I believe in or what I do. They knew that they were free uh, in Christianity, but some of them were still struggling with the outside side forces. It says that how should they view the idol gods? How did they they view these the sexuality? Amen. That what should they do about marriage with the women in the church and the gifts that were in the church? These are more than just questions, but the church was being under siege by immorality and spiritual immaturity. Even today, people struggle with uh, uh, immorality and uh, they act like they don't know uh, what they're doing. Um, They are spiritually immature. And this church was spiritually uh, immature. Even though Paul established a church here in Corinth, this big military, this 
city was full of people that were not worshiping God. They didn't do what God told them to do. And they decided that they wanted to do what they wanted to do. So here on the second time around, see here Paul comes back through to Corinth and let them know what they were doing. To let them know that there should not be a struggle uh, with sexuality. And not should be a struggle with uh, whether we serve God or not. Uh, we would struggle with all these kinds of things. And, and because the church was confused. The church was confused. Some like today's church. Some of us are struggling with what thus said the Lord. Some of us have a struggle with whether I go to a church that the pastor is a woman or the pastor is a man, there's a struggle going on in our minds. There's a struggle in our spirits. There's a struggle between wrong and not right. There's a struggle. There's a struggle. Even when we go to bed at night, we have so many things on our mind that there is a struggle Till the point that we can't go to sleep. Why? Because the enemy gets busy and he doesn't want you to sleep. The enemy gets busy and he don't want you to understand. The enemy gets busy, then you get so confused that you don't want to do. And then the Bible says to take on the new mind. But this truck, this truck, this church was having a struggle with him. Amen. So. Now, Paul says here in the first Corinthians, it says here that Paul called to be an apostle. An apostle is one that establishes churches, uh, a church that is founded by God, founded on the inspiration of God, founded in the things of God. This Paul was the apostle of this church called by Jesus Christ, he said, through the will of God and sotos. Now, this sotos was apparently, from my studying from other Bibles, he was a secretary of the church. He, Paul himself, was a Jew, but this man, Sotos, was not a Jew. He was a Greek man, and they got, they got together, and at one point, they got together, and they beat uh, Paul and this man, Sotos, for uh, trying to establish uh, a new church. For he says in number two, and the church of God, which is at Corinth, that's where the church is located, which is now modern day, amen, I told you it was Greece, to them. And they are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all that's in every place called upon the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both in their own, in their ours. In other words, we, uh, the church was established by Paul. And then, then Paul writes that we are sanctified. 
Some people don't like that word sanctified. That means I got to live holy, you know, because I grew up in a church. My grandmother, uh, hallelujah, was a, a prophet. My prophet, my my grandfather was a prayer warrior. My great grandfathers were founders of, of, of buildings and churches. My grandparents had the, they were sanctified. They were set apart and they set aside for the master's use. Paul's letting them know that we have to be sanctified in him, in his words, in his ways, in his powers. The sanctification means I'm set apart. I can't do what I want to do. I can't go where I want to go. I can't say what I want to say. Why? Because the sanctification that set me apart for the master's juice. Yes. Amen. Third voice, the third verse. Of First Corinthians says this, and I, I thank my God. Paul's talking. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God. Grace mean you don't you didn't have to be lived, but He give you grace. It didn't have you didn't have to have food, but I give you grace. I I brought somebody about it to feed you. I, 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 I God got you got God's grace because you should have died in an accident. You have God's grace because you should have been dead already. That's the God. This is the grace. So Paul saying that I thank God on the behalf of the grace of God, which is given to you by Christ. God says then that in the everything ye are enriched by him. So everything that I do, it is God's riches. It is God's own glory. It is his power that sustains us today and all utterance. In other words, no matter what God does, he is, he knows the way that we take, he says. Amen. And in all knowledge, so I'm I'm giving you even all knowledge. This and even as the testimonies of Christ was confirmed in you, so the the testimonies of God in you. He brought you out. He set you up. He delivered you. He sanctified you. He made a way for you. Why? Because of the sanctification sanctification of God within you. Because you know now Jesus Christ and the pardon of his sin. Yes. This church. This church. They didn't, do, they didn't want to do right. They, they didn't want to live right. They want to do what they wanted to do. God wants us to live according to his word. Not according to your pastor's word, not according to what your mama say, but the Bible says we must follow Christ. Follow him. Yeah. Follow his precepts. Yes. His direction. Yes. We've got to follow him at all costs. Paul was reminding uh, um, the church that I've established that church. I have gone away on the second time around 
all hell has gone through this church and you don't even know who you're working with. You don't know who you like and who don't like you. You don't understand the concepts because all this outside noise, you see the homosexuality, you see the degradation, you see that the girls want to be boys and the boys want to be girls. You see that folks are stealing in the church and out of the church. You see all this calamity but yet you don't want to stand and fight in the holy ghost get on your knees and pray and fast and seek the face of god because i don't know about you ladies and gentlemen but i need the lord my god my god i need him i i need him i'm i'm going back to my church now and my church don't know who they want to serve. I'm, they're listening to the out, not outside noise, but there is a time in our lives that well, we must only hear the inside noise from in our hearts. We must justify, be walking in the justification of God, that we know him and the pardon of his sins. We know him because we could have been dead and gone. We know him because mama could have died and sister could have died and I could have been with Kovac and dead and, and 10 feet under the ground, but yet I rise like like my Maya Angelo. She says, I rise undaunted. Yes, I rise. My I God. get up and I serve God. I get up and I rise because I love him. I get up and rise because I know I have another, I don't have another choice but serve God. I rise because Jesus. no matter what happens, I love him. I love him with all my might. I love him with all my I love him with all my being. I know, oh God, how would I be without you? Where would I be without you if you had not saved me and filled me? Not just saved me, but filled me with an overflowing, overdose. I don't know about you, but sometimes I tell God, sanctify me. Walk in it, on me. The Bible says, and the Holy Ghost sat on them. So I tell God, just sit on me, Lord. Uh, sit on Walk me in till it, I feel your fire. Sit on me till I know uh, the evidence of the soon coming King. Sit on me till I know I'm safe. Sit on me so I don't want to cuss no more. Sit on me in the Holy Ghost. Walk in it, prophet. Uh, he said, he said, I, I don't know what happened to my church when I established it, but I come back at all hells breaking loose in my life and I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I, I don't know what to say. Hallelujah. And this man that was writing these notes, hallelujah, his name starts with an O, it's S-O um, something or other. And that, mean, that means he's there to prescribe the doctrines of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And he began to write down what Paul was saying he was kind of like a secretary and when he wasn't there he was handling all the business for the churches and Ephesians I mean the church the the the, the Corinthian church was a giant uh, metropolitan belting plot of all kinds of religion mm -hmm. and there was moral standards 
that was against the will of God. And there was a reputation of being fierce and independent mm -hmm. and decadent in the things of God. You know, as opposed, you know, I live in a big city and I live in a little small city. The big cities, you can go anywhere, anytime of night and find something to eat. The big cities, you can gamble all night on, all night long. It's legal, too. You can, in the big cities, you can go certain points of the city and you can go and sit there and, and watch little whores rent their behind in front of you and, and put they're putting money in their drawers and all. Because it's just sin. It's the sin nature of, of God. Yes. The sin nature of man towards God. And so this is what was happening in the church of Corinth. There was wealth there. There was a religion there. But some of the religious people themselves, they were small-minded. They were people that loved Jesus one minute and loved Jesus, loved something another minute. They were caught between a two opinions. They were caught between the flesh and the spirit. They were caught between doing things that they know they ought not do. So Paul um, came back and began to tell them that um, it was not good to have a sin nature. Um um, it is not good to disobey God. It is not good to do what you want to do. It is not good to not love your brethren. It is not good. All the good things that God had taught the people at Corinth, when he went away, the second time he came, it was terrible. It was a whole different situation. Why? Because they didn't have a prayer life. They didn't commune together. They didn't spend time with each other. They didn't pray together. Therefore, and as most times if you don't pray together, you don't stay together. Even with a marriage, if you don't stay together and you don't pray together, that marriage is going to lose, going to gonna go quicker than you think. Why? Right. Because the enemy is sitting there saying, no, you don't like him. No, you don't love her. No, where was he last night? Ah, well, I think he was. No, but he said, no, the enemy is out to divide and conquer. Everything that you do, the enemy is out to divide and conquer so you cannot reach the promises of God. You yes. One day when we leave this body, this body will go to hell because we have not followed the world, the rules of God. Here God's giving another invitation to the church that we must know as saints of God that we must be not be wishy-washy. We can't be wishy-washy. As long as you're in the church, you're full of the Holy Ghost. And by the time you walk out the church and hit in the parking lot, you're full of something, but it ain't the Holy Ghost. Why? Because the church is wishy-washy. That's why some folks don't like to come to church. That's why some people don't go to church. Uh, because they be around these wishy-washy saints when they're out the church, they're in the grocery stores, they're in the, uh, near the liquor bars, how they treat their wives. They have a wife in and a girlfriend. And you want to know why the folks don't want to come to church. 
They don't respect you. They don't like you. They don't care about you because they don't see God. They see an imitation of life, yes. but they don't see the life of Christ in you. Yes. Hallelujah. So the church now is trying to get back uh, where it lost. It's telling him about a testimony. A testimony. Now it starts in verse 10. It talks about the division within the Corinthian church. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking this down so you can understand. There's a concept that this church was, he was founded under the function of the Holy Ghost. And Paul was the apostle. The church was established. And when he went away, all this stuff they had started, there was no foundation. There was no core principles. They did what they wanted to do, and they fell in the hands of the enemy. Sometimes the enemy is in me. Sometimes the enemy is within me. That's why Paul said that I preach and preach, but yet I can be lost. I can be preach and be lost. I can know all the concepts. I can know yeah. all the precepts. I can long all the words. I can preach the gospel. I can quote scripture from up to the down and from a down to the up, but I can preach and preach and still be lost because I don't know him and the pardon of his sin. And I can still preach, I can hoop, I can holler, but I can't live a dime because I have not the concept and the principles and the precepts and the and the immor and the morality to preach and teach, thus say the Lord. Come on, come on. Now, says in verse 10, I urge you, brothers, <coughs> in the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ, that all of you agree that you say that there be no division among you. Paul's talking to the church. So that means there is some division within the people in the house of God. Yep. Paul says, but Brothers, I beg you, I plead with you, I cry out to God for you that the church should not have division within the church. He ain't talking in church. Let me tell you what, alcoholics can get one bottle and share it between them. Why? Because they, they are worked together. But some of the churches, people in the church, they don't like one another. They don't talk to one another. They don't speak to another brother. Especially when they walk out the church, they'll talk to you while they're in the church. Praise the Lord, sister, sister, sister. How are you doing? God bless you. I'm thinking about you. Uh, yeah. But when they walk out the door, they run and they get in the car and they don't show love by action, by deed, not nothing. And so Paul says, I beg you, brothers and sisters, let there be no division among you and that you be united in the same. We must be united. We must walk alike, talk alike, 
think a lie. King James Urban says, and now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing. I don't speak apples and oranges, but we speak apples together or oranges together. That there be no division. That's the word again. Division. I don't got this. I don't want no division in the household of faith. I want no division that you want to fight one minute, cuss the minute, and love the other minute. He said, but Saint Church, this Ephesian church was founded on the principles of God. I don't want you infighting about uh, this one can wear a long dress and this one can wear a short dress and this one this. Because when the Holy Ghost gets off you, the Holy Ghost will let you know your dress short. Short. You, how you know that? Because when you go sit in church and you start, the women start pulling those dresses down, the Holy Ghost is letting them know, you know your dress too short. You know you don't need to sit on the front row. You know it's not God. There is no division between us. We need to love God uh, with all our might. So now I, I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and the same judgment. In other words, I want to put all, I don't want all the apples and apples and the oranges together. I want a basket of apples and a basket of oranges, like-minded, like oranges, all together, all apples, joined together, all grapes, joined together, because they're in unison, we are together as one body, one church, one mind, one faith, one baptism, hallelujah. One division among that you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and the same judgment. So that means God will judge us the same? It says this, the same mind and, that means also, in the same judgment. Hallelujah. Now, let's get down to verse 14. 14 says this. I thank God that I baptized none of you. So uh, saying, I baptized none of y'all. But, that's what it says. It says, none of you, but Chris, Tapas, and Ganius. There were different people that were with him. 15 says this. Lest any should say that I had baptized in my own name. So see, the enemy is trying to say, well, well, I'm going to baptize y'all all in the name of Paul. 
I'm going to baptize all these in the name of Christina. He said, no, can you baptize us all in the name of Jesus, all with one mind, and the mind is in Christ. He said, I don't want to baptize y'all. I, I don't want to be like y'all. I want to be like Christ. God wants us to be like him. Verse, six, verse um, 18 says this, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishly. So those folks are not filled with the Holy Ghost. Those folks are going to church. Those preachers that preach in doctrines but not Jesus. <laughs> it says, for preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us, which are saved, it is the power of God. So those, that means, it really, to me, lets me know there's some folks out there that are preaching untruths. Uh, they call it the apostasy. Those are folks that are preaching their own doctrines instead of the doctrines of Jesus Christ. And Paul, Paul he says, we don't want that kind of doctrine. That we're only going to pray, we're only going to preach the doctrine of the Jesus Christ. That I, it says, it is written, I destroy the wisdom of the wise. Now, somebody, have you met some of those folks that they're so they're so heavenly good, but they know they, they they're not normal. It's like, can you imagine seeing a police officer pulling you over and you run because you run through the light and the policeman comes out and says, ma'am, can you give me driver's license, your registration? And you say, you start saying, and then and the police saying, well, ma'am, excuse me, I ask you, could you take out your uh, driver's license and your registration, please? And the one says, and of course you hear the policeman say, now, ma'am, could you get out of the car? Ah, you're, you're so heavenly minded, you're so earthly good, and you do kinds of stuff like Walk that. In and prophet. You're crazy, you're foolish, you're nonsensical. Walk in and prophet. You're just crazy, you're just crazy as poker pops, and you ain't got no mind, no intellect, but you full of wisdom to do what you want to, go where you want to go, say what you want to say, but you ain't got no wisdom. Oh, Jesus. My God, walk in it. Hallelujah. Walk in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, 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 no. We can't be crazy and be saying say we follow the Holy Ghost at the same time. We can't say that we love God and we don't know how to speak English and like in, in God. And, and he's thinking we thinking the Holy Ghost and they're thinking we're crazy. We done drunk something. Uh, uh, let me give you a, uh, what do you call those license tests to see whether you, you're drunk or not. No, 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 no. You got to take on the mind of Christ that you got some sense. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Walk in it, prophet. Oh yeah, you gotta know him. You gotta know him. He said, "You gotta know your granddaddy. You gotta know the grand." He said, "Well, you know him and the pardon of his." Jesus, sin. walk in it, prophet. So he said, "This there is uh, is the wise, and where is the scribes? Those are the, the talks, Those are the, the secretaries. Um, where is the disputers? So who are those that are arguing with me about 
uh, about this world. You're going to argue because you're black or white, or you're going to argue with me because I don't like bananas and you like oranges. You want to argue with me all day long. Some people are just like that. Some people have a nature, narcissists. That's what they call them. Hallelujah. Narcissists are just crazy. If you say up, they say down. If you say in, they say out. They say go, you say no. I don't care what you happen. And at the end of it, they always have the last word. If they have to go out the door saying the last thing, they've got to say the last thing because that spirit of them can teach them to say shut up. Oh, Jesus. Come on, come on. Walk in now, it. I can just be stupid with them. I can get ugly with them. But I say, I got the Holy Ghost. I confess the Holy Ghost. So I learned to let a fool be fool. Hallelujah. 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 Wisdom. Hallelujah. Walk in it, prophet. Hallelujah. Verse 22 says this, for the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. See, the difference between the Jews and the, uh, the Gentiles at that point, remember Jews are the ones that really didn't like Jesus. They, 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 they concocted and they planned this situation so that Jesus had to get to the cross, but not knowing that it was the destination of Christ to get to the cross to receive the crown. So they were always trying to block him. They was always trying to trick him. They was always trying to manipulate him. Again, they were always doing what they wanted to do because they didn't want to rock the, the boat. In other words, the Jewish was the, the chosen generation at that time for the people, and they figured they got it all together. While the Greeks, like Paul, um, like um, um, I think um, Luke was a uh, was one of those. They 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 just. They were adopted in the family of Christ. So once I give my life to Christ, then I give my life to Christ and I began to study his word and I began to go to church and I began to build a relationship and I take a, at least a, a, a one day off the week or on the weekend, a couple of hours and I set myself aside because I'm now trying to build a relationship with Christ. I'm, I love the word. I love the churches. I love the pastors, but my pastor can't die for me. Come on now. My assistant pastor can't die for me. I'm I'm not in the Catholic movement. So the Catholic movement allows them to go into this little thing and they, they go before the priest and they say, and Father, forgive me. And then they do all the stuff. Why? Because that's their religion. That's what they believe. But I believe that my my ancestor, my my God, I go to him personally. I don't have to make an appointment with Christ. I don't have to uh, stand in a line for Christ. I don't have to do anything, but I just have to go before him and prayer and ask God's forgiveness in everything I do because I am adopted into the royal priesthood. I'm in, uh, adopted to the family of God because the Jesus was a Jew. Uh, we are adopted through the Gentiles. Hallelujah. Jesus. We have to build a relationship with him. 
We can't say we love God one minute and then, then the next day we don't. You can't say, but mama, what happened? I don't know what happened, mommy. And your, your mom, your, your kid comes and says, they make some mess in the kitchen and water everywhere. And then you come out of the bathroom and there's water everywhere and all these things. The dog didn't run out the house. And, and you and your first thing you tell your kids, well, honey, what happened? Well, mama, you, what happened? Well, I don't know what happened was, I don't know, mommy, where the water fell down. And you, you say, what do you mean the water fell down? Well, mommy, I don't know. I just, it just come up my hand. I don't know how it happened, mommy. Please forgive me, mommy. Please don't beat me, mommy. Mommy, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. What? We can't act like that. We're we're supposed to become mature saints. Paul telling to them that we have to be mature now. I can't be a teenager all my life. I can't be a three-year-old my life spiritually. I have to grow up. I have to girth up my loins. I have to make up in my mind that know what the word says, that I must do what the word says. I must live what God told me to live. I must be separated. I need to be what God called me to be because I am a changed person. I am a new created creature in Christ. No matter, I moved, I'm in a big city. I don't know what happened, but Paul came through. Uh, he taught this real awesome gospel. It made me want to change my life. Uh, but Paul comes again and says, well, what happened, kids? What happened? Because we were not mature enough to stand. As people of God, Sometimes we are not mature enough to grow. We are not mature enough to understand that when we make mistakes, we we change them by the attitude we bring. And if we we hurt somebody that we do around us, we learned how to say, "I am so sorry. Please forgive me," and mean it. Some people tell you, "I'm sorry," uh, but they'll never tell you forgive me and they do might be sorry but they're sorry because they got caught uh -oh. they're not sorry they did it but they got caught when they said so they might say i'm sorry but they only got sorry because they got caught uh -oh. but like this church now is acknowledging that what happened to the church i've established the church when i left things were fine well what happened you saw all the um, uh, the immorality you saw we preached that you got saved and you say you were filled with the holy ghost and even talks about some of you are supposed to be sanctified now but some of us just crankified we cranked we cranked up a notion of being of sanctified. We cranked up, but we still do what we want to do. We don't pray when we want to pray. We don't fast when we're supposed to do. We don't live right. We don't love folks. You don't have to love everybody, but you got to do what's right. You got to do what the word says. Yes. The Bible tells us to love ye one another. I don't like what you do. I might not even like what you wear, but I still got to love you according oh, to God. the word of God. I can't preach and preach and go to hell because I don't like you, and I'm still the pastor of the church I can't do that I can't preach and preach and, and my my spirit gets upset my mind gets upset I can't feel something there's something missing it's almost a valley between me and God because you know when you really know you are wrong and you're filled with the Holy Ghost that something 
pushes you to do what's right. Come on, come on. My God. Okay. So that's why Paul was telling them there's a division among us. Through the church, I don't know what happened to y'all, but there's a division there. We're not, it's not the same church that when I left here. What happened to the power of God in there? What about the power of the Holy Ghost? What about feeding the poor? No, yo, you're just satisfying your flesh now. What about doing something for somebody else that needs something? What about making a way and somebody praying for somebody? You might not have a car, but get on the phone and start ministering to people. We we were supposed to witness, be a witness for the Christ Jesus himself. And not only by your words, but by your actions. Because I know my grandma used to tell me that actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words. Well, here, the Corinthian church, their action was... They just do whatever they want to do. They just did whatever they want to do when Paul left. So when he came back, he could not understand what happened. That there became such a division, the church folks in the church. So now if the church folks had division in the church, within the church, well, what, what? What is going to happen to the unchurched? That's it. I have, you have no, I have no concept of love because the only thing you talk about that God is love, but I don't see no love out of you. Uh Uh-oh. You won't speak to me. You come with me with an attitude. Okay, you go. We go. You go in the bathroom and in the church sometimes, and you have to go to the bathroom. And in the church, you walk in and out the bathroom right next to you, and won't even say hello, sister so and so, because of their love walk. I'm. We've got to act like that. We are his children. We have to act like. That God has delivered us, given us power. We have to act like that no matter what's going on around us, we must represent who God is. No matter what we feel like, no matter what we go through, because God has always promised that he shall provide all our needs. If I just do what God told me to do, he promised me. That he would supply all my needs. And Paul founded the church at Corinth on the second missionary journey. This is when all these things happened. It says 18 months after Paul left, an argument broke out between the folks in the church and the church members. A lot of them began to backslide. Ooh, no, not the church folks, but Uh-oh. the church Uh-oh. folks began to backslide. The church folks began to walk again in immorality, all kinds of sin. Oh. Hallelujah. And the Corinthian people had a reputation. <laughs> 
of jumping from one fad to another fad. One minute you want your hair straight. The, men, the next minute you want what you want to be bald-headed. Next minute you want long dresses and red big old hoop hair wings. The next minute you go to church, oh, Father, forgive me for that. No, no. The church folks, was un, they were unestablished, and they didn't know who they were. And they had a reputation of being kind of crazy. And by saying, brothers, Paul emphasizes that all Christians and part of God's family. All Christians that have confessed its size are also be all supposed to be a part of God's family. And we must walk in unity and we must run together, fight together, pray together, and share the blood of Jesus over us, in us, around us, and through us. We might not be frustrated and aggravated and mad and be t contentious with one another. We are supposed to be that light and light. Say, we're supposed to want to have the light on the city of the hill. Because the church had become deplorable because all the things was set up by Paul through Jesus Christ, establishing him as a leader. And when he went away and came back, what he left when he came back was totally opposite. Because the church, the majority of the church was out of order and out of place in God. And saints, I don't want you to be in that place with God. That one minute you know him, and the next minute you don't. One minute you pray for, pray with him, and the next minute you forget to pray. You say you love him today, but then you don't want to pay your tithes. You say you love him tomorrow, but you ain't want to take nobody to church. You don't know want to give nobody a ride. We can't be caught between two opinions. Right. There should be no divisions to church folks. There should be no divisions between Christ people, one another. It is not about a church membership. It is about a relationship with Christ Jesus. Whether you're Catholic, Pentecostal, holiness, I'm talking about the blood of Jesus Christ that died on a cross for you and I. My God, my God. There must be no division among us. The enemy will get together and take us out because the enemy can get along enough to destroy us. 90 seconds. Well, the church is saying, what happened? I don't know what sister so-and-so. I heard from her, yes. Have you heard? You guys, I don't know where she is. Do you know where she is? No, I don't know where she is. You know, we better pray for sister so No, 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 no. He says, there should be no divisions among us you say love god you have no division among us sometimes we have to take down and go ahead and make it right for folks that you know don't like you because we're supposed to be the light of the world okay. that sit on the hill brightly so they can see the manifestation of god's glory 
so we got to hold on to Christ. Even if we fall short, get up, dust yourself off, turn around a 360 degrees, and then say, Lord, forgive me. Whether it's sin, by oppression, depression, suppression, God, I need you. I don't know about you, but 2020, and I need God. I don't care if anybody at this point, I need him. I can't breathe without God. I can't think without God. I want him and the pardon of his sins. I want to lay down and think on him, pray with him. I want to sit in his arms all night long. I love it sometimes. That's why I'm so glad I'm so like that. I can lay in the, my father. Jesus arms oh, all night long just pray and just cry out and cry and say, Jesus, baby, I love you, Lord. I love you. I never know Jesus was so sweet. You know, the mama used to tell us when you're young, you know, oh, baby, you just got to get to know Jesus. But when you get this my age and you realize who really Jesus is, hallelujah. And some of us my age that don't even know who Jesus is, uh, but I can only tell you for me that I love him with all my heart. My I God. love him with all my mind. I, I love him with all my spirit. I, I love him with my intellect. I love him with the wisdom of God. I love him with the mindset of God. I love him. Hallelujah. Oh, God, with all my might, all my power, all my intellect. Have I poor Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. So that even when the, the Corinthians made a mistake, God forgave them. And they had the opportunity to get it right. That even they might have gotten out there and did things that were sinful and immoral, they had an opportunity to get it right. Because what about you? What about you right now that are listening to me um, via internet, even though you've sinned, even though you've, you, you've done things, even though you might not have been in church, even though you might have lied and cheated, even though you might have stole something, there is a time today that we must give our life again to Christ and repent for the pardon of his sins because Jesus died on a cross for you. Because at this point, when this body that we live in, that body that moves, that body that breathes, uh, but when there will be a time for all of us that we will die, this body will no longer lose, we will not move, will not breathe, but that spirit that lives in us, that talks with us, that lives, that eats us, that, that talks and, and has friends, but that part of us, we have to decide where we want to end up in eternity. It says for the when the young for when when Christ comes back, those that are dead will rise up, which means we will get up. We will we have the opportunity that when we die, if we don't come down, we don't die before Christ comes, we have an opportunity, the spirit, to get up and be with our Father. But you can't do it unless you give your life to Christ. And we must know. Without a shadow of a that God loves us and he wants us to live for him 
and let no divisions among us. I must be able to feed my fellow man. I must fellow to, to witness them. I must go out of my way if they need help. I must do things for love's sake, not money's sake, love's sake. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. Father, I thank you for the Holy Ghost. I thank for you empowering me tonight for this word. I thank you. I thank you for Paul. I thank you, God, because of the spirit of Paul, you allowed me to learn of him and learn that Eva was a bad man in the beginning, that he wanted to, to crucify the saints, but Paul turned his life completely around on the Damascus Road. I think it's in Acts uh, 9. And so, God, if you did it for Paul, Paul, who was persecuting Christians, persecuting children, persecuting everything in mind, because he was so stuck on the Jewish law. And he was a lawyer, in a sense, because he knew all the Jewish laws. But God, if you change Paul, you can change me. And if you pull, change Paul, you can change anybody. On the sound of my voice, God saved them. And for those who don't know the pardon of his sins, we could turn the amen to uh, Romans 10, and it tells you that if I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross, he said, Done, thou shalt be saved. Amen. Well, God bless you, saints, tonight. I'm going to know if my Apostle Erica wants anything to say. Um, amen. Apostle Erica, you have any? Any com comments or questions before we go? And, and no, I, I, I'm going to tell you the word was a, a profound word on tonight. Uh, very powerful. Um, and uh, like I said, sometimes that we are so spiritual minded to where to, to we just don't have no common sense. And that's true. Um, that That's a, that's a true, true statement that uh, people just don't understand that it's they think it's uh it's okay to be that way and the thing is they when they spend a lot of time doing that they spend a lot of time um being in that to the point that they do become religious then they become sacrilegious um yeah. and like you say and, and it takes away from the purpose and takes them away from uh astray actually stray them away from the the original yeah. assignment yeah. like you say in their in their purpose um and we need to line back up everything that we're doing, everything that we're saying. We just need to line, like you said, line, line up back over again, bring it back to the forefront. You know, uh, the Bible says, let itself examinate themselves. We got to examine ourselves every day. You know, um, we do make mistakes. We do make mistakes, but then we, you know, just because we make mistakes don't mean that, um, we stop. No, we have to repent, keep it moving and, and get up and fight again. Um, but at the same time, like you said, uh, those people, the people that you, uh, that you refer to as far as narcissists um, and those who are double minded, like you said, they go through those those, those type of uh, thought process. And, and, and like you said, it makes it so hard. They can like you said, they can quote scriptures. They can do everything. They can uh, do everything else. But like you said, they're not living it. They're not living it. They're not. They can't live it. You know. So you know. But I thank God for that word on tonight. I thank God on that word on tonight. 
um, and blessings to you on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. That's any, if there's nobody else, then we're going to go close it up. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. I thank you for the opportunity, God. Because, God, any time you open the door for me, I just call an opportunity. I call it a blessing, God, that you would honor me being able to preach the gospel. And not just preach the gospel, but live the gospel. I thank you, God, for giving the opportunity to, to bless your name. Oh, any opportunity I can in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that you've allowed me to know who you are and whose you are in my life. I thank you, God, to keep me fired up for you. Keep me hungering for your, for your word. Keep me hungering for who you are. God, I need to run after you more and more this year than I ever did in before. For. Hallelujah. Because I don't know what tomorrow's promise, but I'm going to run as long as I can. And I thank you, God. Hallelujah for the indwelling for the Holy Ghost. God, fill me more. Fill me. God, anoint me afresh. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And I thank you for Apostle Erica Austin tonight. Amen. God bless you, saints. And you have a great evening. Hallelujah. And I'll see you on Thursday night. Hallelujah. And mantle of prayer. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.